welcome back to the Sweet Clarity Podcast, the place where we deepen the relationship we have with ourselves and get radically clear on our life purpose. I'm your host, Grayson Wadajah. Hi, everyone. I hope you're having a beautiful day wherever you are listening to this right now. I am back for part two of what I've learned after moving to Bali and getting into some of these life lessons. So let's just hop into it, shall we? The first one that I'd love to dive into in this episode is to no longer fear change, the unknown, or my own success. So fear, I think, is something that comes up for a lot of us as we are growing, as we are evolving, and really stepping it up for what we're doing in this life. And that is natural. It's natural to be afraid of ourselves. It's natural to be afraid of the unknown and even, like I said, our own success. But learning how to really understand where the fear is coming from and to realize that it's really just the ego talking and to personify that ego as something that's not scary. That's not something to let run the show, basically is what I'm saying. So to let life come as it will, to not be afraid of the unknown because the unknown is simply just not here yet. There's nothing to be afraid of because when you know that you are supported by the universe, that you are here to live your dharma, your purpose, that everything is happening for a reason and that everything is happening divinely, it helps me to put things into perspective and know that since I am divinely guided, since I am so supported by what's coming here now and in the past, and in the future, that there's nothing to be afraid of. Something else that I've learned from living in Bali for the past 10 months now is how to open up and create a deep connection to source and the universe. The thing that I've found that's been the most helpful to me recently is my morning journal practice, which I think I've talked about previously on the podcast, but I am such a deep fan of journaling and having a strong practice that I do this each and every morning, first thing in the morning when I wake up. And after I write my stream of consciousness, getting my thoughts out onto paper, I then set my intention for the day. I do some manifestation work and write down my gratitude list. And then I write a personalized note to the universe. And I thank Source for blessing my life with all of the abundance, and I just create that dialogue with the universe, and I think it's really important to create that relationship that is so personalized, and it is so one-to-one, and just writing a letter is so intimate, and to do that each and every morning, I really think I have created a deeper level of connection to my divine guidance than I ever have before. So that's been something that's really worked for me the most recently. And I love that I have that as a practice of mine. And just knowing that like everything is divine, everything is perfect. Bali has really shown me that 
And I think that's beautiful. I see life differently now. I'm viewing life through a different lens. I'm more understanding. I'm more supportive. I'm able to connect with people more deeply and more consciously and just feel so much more proud of just the person that I am, which is a really exciting and fulfilling thing to say. I've learned how to rest. I've learned how to slow down, how to recognize my energy body. And specifically with this pace of life, you know, I've come from six years living in New York City where it is rise and grind. It is hustle culture. It is working late nights and always on the go. And Moving to Bali has really taught me how to slow down, how to have intentions for the day that honor that and to recognize my energy and to know what I'm working with. Because in the past, I wouldn't even understand what that my energy actually changed each day and how to actually honor that. So Bali has really taught me how to recognize, like I said, what am I working with today and just going with that. I've learned how to trust, which is really big for me. I've learned how to believe in myself, how to surrender, and how to not live in survival mode, but truly live. And this is through being present. This is through being grateful for what I have. This is through, you know, understanding my intuition and where I can access it, understanding where my intuition drops down physically in space where I can connect with it. That's been a very huge lesson for me that I've been loving strengthening, learning how to release control and to let life flow because yes, I am a powerful creator. Yes, this is my reality and I create it. But The universe is the divine orchestrator. The universe is that co-creating aspect with me. So by releasing the control and releasing the outcome, letting them actually manifest in the ways in which that are actually of the highest support to me and and of the the highest self, that's what's the, the the most benefit to me. So learning how to do all of that, learning how to let the universe do its thing and know that it is supporting me. That's been very big in my my Bali journey. And also the power of mantra and kirtan. This is something new for me in this life chapter. I've been attending a beautiful kirtan here and it's so beautiful to open up the throat chakra to connect to these ancient divine mantras that are so they literally light me up and it feels like I have known them for so long. I also have learned that I can do really hard things. So to give it a brief example of some of the things I've done while being in Bali are You guys know I've done the master cleanse. That was my challenge for myself in January, which is when I didn't eat food for 11 days, 12 days. I can't remember now. I've done two Cambo ceremonies. I've done a Sananga Dieta, and I'm living on the other side of the planet from my entire family. 
this just proves to me how strong I am, how resilient I am, and how proud I am of myself from being able to accomplish these things, to dive into myself, to not be afraid of what I find, and to just do the work and to be on this path of self-improvement and personal development and living as an example for others to do this work themselves. Creating this podcast, you know, not to mention running my own business, creating creating two businesses and a podcast in the last year. I've done some very impressive things that I am really proud of. I have learned how to feel so deeply worthy of my life and this reality I've created. That's been a journey, let me tell you. The journey of worthiness and the journey of manifesting abundance or just manifestation in general, such a core component to, you know, creating that life that you really envision for yourself is really knowing that you are worthy of your desires. And that is, that's the first place to start, in my opinion, right there is just, you have to know first what you're on the energetic vibration of because that's what you attract into your life and that's what you're able to call in. So I'm really grateful for that one because I feel like that's been a huge lesson or a huge takeaway that's enabled me to really create such a beautiful life I'm so grateful for. I've learned how to truly connect with people. No more surface level small talk, but really learning how to ask powerful questions to really see someone on a soul level and being present with them, active listening, that type of thing. I feel like I've been meeting such amazing people that are resonating with me. I'm grateful to be in such a strong community here. And I've learned how to really take care of myself and to understand my needs. So this ties back into the previous lesson of recognizing my energy body, but just knowing what exactly I do need in the moment and not being afraid to take action to give myself that and moving across the world and living alone and all of these things, it really does force you to be that one that will do what you need for yourself because no one else is going to do it for you. But I think I've taken my self-care and 100% I've taken my self-love to levels that I've never been able to experience before. So basking in that benefit of just being so connected to my mind, body, and soul and knowing that it's not selfish to you know, resonate with self-care. It really isn't. And I think so many people in the world right now really do need to develop a self-care practice and to realize that you are the priority. This is your life and there is no other reason to not care for yourself. So I'm really learning what that looks like for me, what my needs are, and how to give myself that. Bali has also very generously taught me how to surf, which is very exciting. I've never lived anywhere before that I've had access to surfing. So through this lesson, it's taught me how to push myself past what I perceive as possible for me. I now know from all of these experiences that there is unlimited potential, not only waiting for me, but for everyone. 
out there and that you can evolve and transform truly into your highest self as quickly as you want to. Take me as living proof of that. I have totally transformed my life in such a short amount of time. And the way in which I've done that is just getting clear on A, what doesn't serve me anymore, and B, what I desire. And, you know, constantly cleaning out what I don't want and what I don't need and constantly supplementing with the things that light me up, the things I'm drawn to, the things I'm passionate about, that harmony right there, I feel like has been massive in my ability to really embody not only my dharma, but my highest self and to attract these amazing conscious friendships and connections into my life that otherwise I would, like I said, be resonating with surface level conversation and not really connecting with people because that's the way that I am connecting to myself would be on a surface level. So we attract mirrors to ourselves. The level that we are operating on, if let's just take love, for example, someone can only love us to the degree that we love ourselves. This goes for everything because we all are mirrors to each other and everything is a mirror to us. So take self-care, for example. If you don't understand exactly how to take care of yourself and to understand your needs, someone that you attract into your life most likely won't know how to take care of themselves, won't know how to take care of you. And it's just going to be constantly imbalanced until you do learn that lesson, close that loop, up level, raise your vibration and attract someone else that's up there with you. So this was just on my mind to chat about today. And if you missed part one, there is a part one to this. I will have that link in the show notes. Maybe I'll keep this as an ongoing series when I feel like I can sit down and chat about some of the things that I've been learning. I think I really like going into these rabbit holes and opening up the throat chakra and just seeing what comes out. So thank you so much for listening to this episode today and connecting with me and hopefully learning a bit more about me. I feel like these episodes are always super personal and super casual. So I hope that you enjoyed it. And if you have a a minute, I'd love to receive a quick rating or a view for the podcast that really means so much to me and helps me grow, reach more listeners, and just spread my message to the world. So thank you so much for doing that. And share this podcast on your Instagram. Share it with a friend and just spread the sweet clarity around. I encourage you to do some reflecting on some of the things that you've been learning in your life and talk with a friend about some of the things that you've got going on and and what kind of growth that you've been experiencing lately. It's really it's really amazing to discover these gems about yourself and to see what's been going on actually, you know, beneath the surface. So that's all from me today, but thank you. And I will speak to you in the next episode. 